Hello, my name's Aspen, and welcome to the Grief Wave. Um, I uh, this is episode one, so pilot, woohoo! Um, I am starting this podcast because I am a griever. I've been grieving almost my whole life, <laughs> definitely at least nineteen years at this point. And recently was um, an anniversary of when my stepdad died when I was eight, which I'll get into more detail in a bit. Um, And it's been almost two decades. Um, That's a long time to still have grief waves hit you, which is why I wanted to call this podcast The Grief Wave, because that's kind of what I call my waves of grief um and i forget sometimes to have compassion for myself with still being a a grieving individual so long after losing my loved one um and another thing i want to get into with this podcast is not just not just grief with like losing a loved one or someone dying but um all the different kinds of grief that we experience throughout our lives because there's a a lot of different kinds. Um, Okay, so um, yeah, I told you that I recently went through that 19 year anniversary, um, was kind of noticing that a little part of me, like a younger part of me was kind of just having some judgments about um, how, how big the waves still are sometimes. And my grown-up self knows that that's ridiculous. We're always gonna be grieving, and it's a it's a up and down ride. <laughs> it's a wave. Got to ride the wave. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, another reason why I'm starting this podcast is just to be able to share my truth and let my younger parts know that this is this is good. This is safe. Um, and it's, yeah, it's good to have healthy expressions of grief. And for me, um, this is one of them. Okay. So, um, tell my Scott story. That's, uh, that's been, that's been a big one, a big theme in my life. (laughs) So, um, Scott was my old stepdad. Uh, we had less than four years together before, he died. Um, my mom and him started dating. I think I must have been like four or something. Cause I remember him taking me to like preschool and stuff when I was really little. Uh, and then I was eight and a half when he died. Um, and he, for all intents and purposes was my father figure at that time. (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I have a dad, he's alive and well. And, we have a relationship, um, but at that point in my life, my dad and I weren't physically close, let alone emotionally close, and uh, Scott and I were, were very, very close. It was just him, my mom, and me. We were this little family unit for, um, like I said, almost four years, and um, Scott was really sick. Uh, he was really depressed. I think he may have been bipolar. Um, I don't honestly know a whole lot about him because I was so young when he died and um, we lost touch with everyone, almost everyone in his family. So I I really haven't 
been, you know, growing up hearing stories about him or remembering him all the time. I mean, I remember him all the time, but I don't have people that I remember him with, really. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, um, my mom and him were going through a rough time and they decided to split up. My mom and I were actually in the process of finding a different place to live and um, we came home one night and Scott had killed himself. And um, my mom was actually my age now, so I'm 27. I was eight when he died. My mom was 27 when he died. So it's kind of crazy for me to think about sometimes like that she was my age and she like uh, just came upon that situation. Like we, we found him together and he was hanging in the garage and we had to, you know, like cut him down and stuff. And I mean, my mom did, she did everything cause she <laughs> was aware of what was going on. and. I was totally in the, the freeze mode of the flight, f fight, flight, freeze response, um, which is, a, I think, a valid reaction, <laughs> but a reaction that I've held some judgment around myself for um, over, over the years. Um, so that obviously was very traumatic <laughs> for everyone involved. Um, and... It's been, yeah, a lifelong healing journey. I definitely have done a lot of healing and therapy um, around that and other things that have happened in my life. Um, and yeah, I guess it's been about six years that I've been on my, like really on my therapy journey. Right? Yeah, six. Yes, I was 21 when I started going to therapy regularly. And um, <clears throat> it's really nice to be on at whatever side of the the journey I'm on now because it was uh, not so fun for a long time but um you know I've worked through a lot of those a lot of those things at this point so now it's just riding the waves when they come versus like doing all the like really really deep healing um but I definitely want to get into like all aspects of that um with this podcast and I'm really excited for it too um yeah, and so aside from like the actual grief, like someone that someone died, um, dealing with the after that person died, like forever, <laughs> is definitely like gonna be the main focus uh, for the grief wave, and um, especially for like well uh, yeah definitely for adults, but especially for children because you know obviously that's a a really close. Um, situation in my heart um yeah i had a really hard time being a grieving child and i um i had these rituals that i would do to remember scott um on my own and i mostly grieved alone i didn't really share it with anyone um i did not share it with my mom um and i mean my mom was grieving as well um and it's it's not because she couldn't hold space for me it's because i uh, already at that age i i didn't want her to have to like i already had adopted that like caretake the mom kind of role 
Um, which now that now that I'm older, both of us have realized that and kind of pivoted. And so, um, yeah, everything is much more <laughs> balanced in the sense of like mom and daughter. Um, but at that time, uh, we yeah, we didn't realize that that was happening. Um, but we did find a children's grieving center in Orlando, a nonprofit organization called New Hope for Kids that really was a huge outlet for me in those early years from um, well, like eight to, I think I had just turned 11 or was almost 11 when I stopped going. And honestly, I, I could have kept going forever, but um, I think at that point in my life, I was just, I, I don't know, I guess I had this idea that like at a certain point you have to be done grieving. And so I said that I was done and kind of like buried it for a few years. And then, of course, teenage years ensued shortly after that. And uh, hormones were crazy. And so everything came back up when I was a teenager. But um, it, mostly in the form of art, which was cool. Got into like poetry and stuff. So um, luckily I've had some, some really nice outlets. And I actually had the opportunity to be a volunteer for New Hope for Kids when I got older and was able to just give back in a, the way that I benefited so much from. I'll do another episode about New Hope for Kids because I just love them. Maybe I, maybe I could get them on here, interview some of the people. That would be great. <laughs> we need more organizations like that in the world. <sighs> All right. Um, so I'm really excited about starting this podcast. I've had the idea to do a podcast for a long time now, um, but had kind of just been like finding excuses to put it off. And I, I didn't really have a real idea about what I wanted to talk about. I thought, you know, I'd talk about some kind of like healing sort of spiritual, like vague things, <laughs> like things that are interesting to me. But um, yeah, when this recent grief wave hit me, I was like, oh, this, this feels really in alignment with me and my purpose and all that um yeah and i'm uh, yeah hoping to just cover a wide range of topics um lots of different kinds of grief have people on talking about their grief journey um things that have helped them or not helped them like you know what not to say to a grieving person like yeah there's so many different things that we can do with this uh, and I'm hoping that it'll be really valuable for everyone involved, um, not just me, but like all anyone who would be interested in listening as well. Um, so I want to keep it really real, um, but also casual <laughs> and vulnerable and authentic and all the fun stuff that Brene Brown talks about, uh, trying to practice living a wholehearted life. And this is me speaking my truth. So um, welcome to... The journey and let's ride this wave together.